Good evening and welcome to the Rust Belt Punishment Show right here on White Pride Radio. I am your host, Paul Brown, and I am broadcasting from the Fiery Cross on a hillside somewhere in the Rust Belt region of America. Here on the Rust Belt Punishment Show, I begin with a pro-white commentary piece and follow up with some mainstream media news articles and give you my honest opinion on each one. Let's begin the show with this evening's commentary piece. We have to chase a million honey and no remorse and no more Good evening and welcome to the Rust Belt Clansman right here on White Pride Radio. I'm your host. Paul Brown, and today is Tuesday, February 14th, 2023, and it is 7 p.m. here in the Rust Belt. This evening's commentary is titled, Educating for Today. Someone defined education as that which is done to prepare a child for life. If that is truly the definition, then our schools are doing a terrible job. Many kids graduate from school believing that somehow the world owes them a living, that they have a right to a good income, whether they happen to work or not. The idea that Americans are free to excel and benefit from their hard work seems foreign to what they are being taught in school. In fact, producing children who believe the world owes them a living represents the future downfall of our great nation. For many years, America has been the most prosperous nation on earth, simply because our people were free to try new things and to benefit from what they had produced. We are gradually becoming a nation that believes that everyone ought to be equal, not just in opportunities, but in outcome as well. One result of the COVID-19 lockdowns is that it forced parents to see what their children were experiencing in school. Many were upset enough they decided to make the sacrifice and homeschool their children. They were surprised that it really was not much of a sacrifice and that their children did so well it caused them to wonder why they had never started teaching them sooner. When you look at the tax bills, you quickly conclude that education is a major part of any state budget. It also seems that every year we push more money into the education budget, but results do not improve. Achievement remains about the same. Many studies have shown that some children are not able to do simple math problems well and cannot read well by the time they graduate from high school. This is a real shame. Parents who homeschool have discovered that teaching is fairly simple. One of the joys they have experienced is seeing their children excel in achievement. In fact, children want to learn and will do so if we do not discourage them. Our schools have known for a hundred years that the best way to teach reading is a system of phonics. Yet they continue to use a look 
method in one form or another. What that system, with that system, the child memorizes certain words. And so it is limited by how many words he can memorize. With phonics, the child learns the meaning and pronunciation of every letter, and knowing that, he can read almost any word. Children can learn to read at the age of three or four. They can read words that are beyond their understanding, but they can pronounce them. We once had a boy come to our school who was in the ninth grade, but could not read. Sure, he could learn something by looking at the pictures. He was a distraction for the school as he was constantly getting into trouble. He was also having an effect on the younger children. The board thought we should kick him out of the school, but I hated to give up on him. So I asked him to go down and help our first grade teacher when she was teaching phonics. I told him she had a really she had really more students than she could handle. So he was there when she was teaching learning to read. You could not justify putting a ninth grader in a first grade class, but as a helper, he was able to learn reading along with the younger kids. He learned to read and graduated with his class. Years later, I saw him at a conference. He was dressed in an Army uniform. He told me he was the Army recruiter for our area. He said, you taught me to read. I could not have gotten this job except that I could read. Education is really quite simple. It is just a matter of imparting knowledge in a way that children appreciate. Of course, our schools have more than just a reading and math problem. Now we have to face what are called transgender issues. Children are encouraged to seek their inner self and act out whatever that may be. Sometimes it has meant changing from a boy to a girl. It gets even worse as children are given puberty blockers and even some surgeries that must be considered child abuse. Some of these children have had surgeries that have affected them for life. When they reached adulthood, many really wanted to be what was natural, but because of the surgeries, could never be a mother or a father. Doctors who have performed these surgeries have violated the Hippocratic Oath and need to be disciplined for it. This ought to be a felony. This happens not just in the classrooms, but in the libraries as well. One mother was upset that a book available to children in the library and attempted to take it up with the board. When she began to read the book in the meeting, she was informed that she could not read the book as it contained information that was a violation of the law. She found it interesting that the book was not acceptable to be read in an open meeting, yet was available to children in the school. The federal government has called mothers who complain at school board elections domestic terrorists. The left has called them racist. 
Now we have the specter of young men labeling themselves girls and competing in girls' sports. Girls who have trained for years to be the best to be the best are beaten by boys who call themselves girls. Not only that, but boys who say they are girls are attempting to use the restrooms and changing areas for girls. This is creating serious conflict. We also have a con we also have conflicts with critical race theory. Some states have moved against this program only to see the same program introduced under a different name. Even the 1619 Project, which bases all our history on the issue of slavery. Some programs, which they say are designed to counter racial prejudice, are racially slanted themselves. To avoid this happening, a parent would have to be in the classroom full-time something that is not very practical and, for the most teachers, would be very uncomfortable. Where will this all end? It will end when parents stop being afraid of what the school counselors may tell them. Comments like either agree to this sex change or your child may commit suicide have got to stop. Our children mean more to us than they do to the schools and we need to take steps to reclaim our schools and our children. If we simply cannot reclaim our schools, then we have to recognize that it is time to remove our children from the schools and teach them at home. When we do, we will discover the joys of actually being a family. awesome God he is. Do you attend church? If you don't, you should. But be careful what church you attend, though. Many churches today preach that homosexuality and miscegenation are okay. Are they really? Not according to the Bible, they're not. If you want to hear God's true commands to his chosen people, then listen to the services from the Christian Revival Center in Harrison, Arkansas. Don't live near Harrison? You can still hear them on the Christian Revival Center YouTube channel. Search the Christian Revival Center in Harrison, Arkansas, and it should be right at the top of the list. Tap follow, and you'll be alerted every week when the new sermon is posted. What could be better than hearing God's true words right from the comfort of your own living room? Invite Pastor Rob and his family into your home every week. Come on down. The price is always right at the American Heritage Store. We've got all your pro-white needs at reasonable prices. Tell them what we got, Bob. 
Okay, we've got belt buckles, hats, pins, flags, t-shirts, sweatshirts, and items too many to mention here. Go to www.kkknationaloffice.com and tap on the American Heritage Store banner and see for yourself. No mask required here. Welcome back, everyone, and uh, thank you for uh, hanging out there through some uh, commercials. Uh, back to the show here. Uh, with that uh, commentary piece that I just did, I have to give this uh, website. Uh, I do it quite frequently here on the show, uh, and anybody that listens to the show knows I am a great uh, advocate for homeschooling your children. Uh, the commentary there uh, listed how many benefits uh, towards homeschooling, and uh, in today's schools, uh, parents, you have to homeschool your children. Um, I got two articles coming up here. The first two that I'm going to do has to do uh, somewhat with education and should give you some more incentive uh, to want to homeschool your children. Uh, if you don't know the first steps to take to homeschool your children, please visit www.whitepridehomeschool.com. Uh, there you can get your start on how to homeschool. And this website isn't something that somebody uh, put up because they uh, read about homeschooling on the internet. Uh, this comes from a family, uh, a long line of uh, family generations that homeschooled their children. And guess what? Uh, their children are uh, very bright, very well educated, and uh, know their stuff. So. Uh, check out that website. Now, the first article I'm going to do here this evening has to do, uh, I did this article, I don't know, a few shows back, uh, about the two uh, black children uh, that beat the little white girl, a little nine-year-old girl. Uh, and, and these black uh, boys were uh, older than this nine-year-old girl. Uh, the nine-year-old girl was white, and the two uh, blacks, uh, boys that beat her uh, were uh, blacks. And, and this is uh, just another uh, reason to homeschool because many schools, uh, schools that were primarily white at one time, aren't that way anymore. And, you know, just as we see what the blacks are doing to America uh, with the riots and protesting uh, because uh, they don't feel that their race should have any kinds of consequences for the crimes that they commit. Uh, the schools are getting the same way. And uh, these uh, non-white children, they learn from the adults. This, and I say it all the time, this is an inborn uh, desire, I think, for violence. Uh, inborn, they're born this way. Uh, that's my opinion. And here we see it. Uh, we see these uh, non-white children in school wreaking havoc, uh, and it's not safe for white children to go to school anymore. Now, this article comes from The Blaze, and the headline is, Florida teenage male who viciously beat much smaller nine-year-old girl on school bus getting charged with criminal battery, state attorney says. Now, while this is a great idea, or not a great idea, this is a great thing that uh, uh, this little thug is being charged, the bigger point is these things shouldn't be happening uh, in our white Christian country, uh, in our uh, schools. So while it's great that this punk is getting 
uh, charged with criminal battery, it shouldn't have happened in the first place. You know, do you think this little nine-year-old white girl cares if this black thug is getting uh, uh, charged with criminal battery? Uh, no, she she goes to school and uh, she doesn't go to school with the attentions of some black thug beating the hell out of her on the school bus. So, uh, you know, this uh, little white girl is going to grow up uh, remembering this incident. And guess what? She's going to hate black people. Because she, at nine years old, she has seen the consequences that America is facing because of its non-white population. Uh, the article here, a Florida, a Florida a teenage male caught on video viciously beating a nine-year-old girl on a school bus a week ago is getting charged with criminal battery, a state attorney said. Now, do you understand in the first paragraph, it says it just says a vicious beating of a nine-year-old girl. Why don't they say uh, viciously beat by a black, a, a, a white nine-year-old viciously beat by a black uh, teenage thug? Why don't they say that? If the roles were reversed, that would be in that first paragraph. Uh, that would have been in the headline itself. Uh, the details here, Miami-Dade State Attorney Catherine Fernandez Rundle said video of the attack clearly shows that this beating was far more serious than a simple student altercation, the Miami Herald reported, citing a Tuesday news release. Of course, this, this wasn't a... Uh, uh, you know, like when I went to school and you had a problem uh, with a fellow classmate, you took it to the playground. Uh, this goes far beyond that. And, uh, again, uh, black mentality, it wasn't just one boy. It's like one uh, 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 black person sees another black person in a fight, and they swarm. They swarm to this violence because they love it. And here, even at a young age, the same characteristics as the adults. Same characteristics. Uh, the attack took place February 1st on a school bus from Coconut Palm K-8 Academy in Homestead. WFORTV said in an initial story that police with Miami-Dade County Police Schools arrested the suspect who would be charged. But Fernandez Rundle told the Herald that the school's police officer who investigated the incident issued a civil citation. We believe that based on the evidence and the circumstances, the use of a civil citation was incompatible with the level of violence displayed by the 15-year-old against his much younger and smaller victim, Fernandez Rundle said. As a result, we have filed criminal battery charges with our juvenile courts. So uh, there, this uh, black uh, thug was six years older than this little white girl. Um, I, I hope they they charge this uh, uh, punk with a, 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 as an adult. This this punk needs to do some jail time. Is what he needs. Uh, maybe, and well, we we know how that works too. Uh, when you when you fit into the jail life, 
uh, as non-whites do. Jail doesn't bother them or prison. I think some of them wear this as a badge, a badge of honor, uh, to have done prison time uh, uh, for being a savage. Maybe at 15 years old it may change uh, this punk's mind or change his attitude, but I highly doubt it. I, I highly doubt it. Uh, the back uh, background here of the story, uh, cell phone video caught the moment the girl was viciously pummeled with rapid-fire punches to her head. The assailant, who delivered the vast majority of punches, appeared to be significantly larger than the victim. What appears to be a smaller boy also took part in punching the girl. The smaller boy was also black. Two-on-one. Sound familiar? Uh... And it was, if, if you didn't see the uh, video, uh, look that up. I'm, they literally, uh, uh, that boy literally uh, beat the hell uh, out of that little girl. Uh, Miami-Dade fire rescue officials confirmed to WPLG-TV that they responded to the incident around 4.10 p.m. Wednesday and assessed two children for injuries who were then released to their parents. The mother of the attacked girl said her 10-year-old son also was beaten on the same bus ride, WFOR reported. Uh, now, that's the first that I've heard that. I didn't know that uh, 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 her 10-year-old her son was also beaten. Uh, so there are 9- and 10-year-old white children uh, beaten on a bus full of... Uh, uh, well, probably not even four blacks. There could have only been uh, two blacks on that bus. And these same kinds of uh, things happen. It doesn't take a a, a large percentage of uh, non-whites to uh, wreak havoc. Uh, look at our cities. Look at our country. Uh, our country is 13% black. That's it. And commit over 50% of our crime. Here's an early start for these two punks. At the time of the attack, the mother told WFOR her children have been enrolled at the school only for three weeks. The mother added to WPLG she spoke to school administrators about bullying, but that the principal, assistant principal, and even a counselor have done nothing about it. I'd like to know the race of this uh, principal, assistant principal, and uh, counselor. Uh, that might shed some light on to why nothing has been done. Uh, she added to the station that the principal told her that staff members are overwhelmed and recommended that she withdraw her children from the school. Great idea. Great idea. He just said it, and I hope this mother does it. Uh, you, you, here you can see that the school don't care what these uh, non-white children doing to white children on the school bus. They don't care. Uh, they don't care at all. Uh, like the uh, commentary said, you as a parent think more of your child than a, a public school system. And that's a fact. Here, it, it shows this. Uh, she's not the only parent concerned about what's happening at Coconut Palm K-8 Academy. As another mother told WFOR, that my son was bullied at that school since the beginning of the school year. The mother added to WFOR that her son, 
a third-grade student, was repeatedly physically bullied by his peers, but that despite her reaching out to uh, several times to the school and messaging teachers and administrators, she was ignored or not answered for weeks. Things got so bad that she pulled her son from the school, WFOR reported. There you have it. There's the first article uh, as to why you should homeschool. Uh, you know, this did go far, far beyond uh, bullying. Now, you know, uh, I'll say this as well. Uh, in today's times, uh, what parents call bullying, uh, it wasn't really bullying when I went to school. Uh, if you had a problem with somebody, you know, you duked it out on the playground. Uh, there was no knives, guns, and uh, weapons involved. Uh, you, you know, it was a classmate, the same size person. Uh, you know, uh, when I went to school, the boys weren't out beating the little girls up on the uh, playground. It was two boys the same age, the same size, and you duked it out. No problem. And many times after you fought this person, you became friends with them. Many times. Uh, I've had it happen uh, as a child. Uh, so there, there's some of the incentive to homeschool your children. Now this second article, uh, this also is, uh, I don't know how to say it, non-white behavior. Uh, let me here. Here we go. Uh, this also, <coughs> excuse me, comes from the news source The Blaze. Now, get this one mother of six year old says he was raped by an older boy on school bus numerous times, and driver ignored it. Yeah, imagine that. Imagine having your child come home and tell you that he's been being raped by another boy on a school bus. Now, I'm not saying that a boy raping a girl on a school bus is any better, but imagine your son coming home from school with tears in his eyes because he's been getting raped on a school bus by another boy multiple times. My question is, what in the hell is this school bus driver doing? Seriously. Uh, the article here, a mother of a six-year-old boy and several community activists protested outside a Houston, Texas school district after her son was allegedly sexually molested and assaulted several times on a school bus by an older boy. Now, here is where we uh, get the uh, race uh, of at least uh, the one boy. Uh, the mother, Latoya Stormy, Monroe said that she didn't know her son was being allegedly assaulted until January 31st when he said that he had lost his backpack. When she asked uh, Aldean ISD officials to look at video footage from the school bus to find the backpack, she says officials told her that her son had been molested and assaulted by an older boy. Uh, she said, I would receive a call five hours later asking me if I could come down to the school and pick up my son. And there was an Aldine ISD officer that needed to speak with me, she said to KT, uh, 
RK TV. I get to the school and find out that my son was sexually assaulted, she added. Days of questioning, days of talking to my child. The details became more and more graphic each and every time. She said the abuse lasted several months. I am angry. I have no words, said Monroe, who says she feels as if she failed her son. Community activist Quanell X claimed the doctors allegedly discovered internal injuries to the boy after he complained of stomach pains. According to the investigation, the bus driver stopped the bus because she thought that they were fighting on the back of the bus. But this mother's child was fighting because he was being raped, Quinnell X said. The victim was treated at a hospital. A statement from the district said the details would be limited because of the ongoing investigation. An investigation by Aldine ISDPD and district officials immediately began on Wednesday, February 1st, 2023, after district administration became aware that an incident occurred on a district bus involving two of our elementary age students, read the statement in part. CPS was notified. Notified. Once the investigation has concluded, appropriate action will be taken based on the investigation findings. How much investigation do they need when the one boy was taken to uh, a hospital and checked by a doctor? Now, listen, uh, I'm not uh, uh, taking up for uh, these black children because, like I said, when I see articles like this, and it involves non-white, uh, I don't care uh, if they're kindergartners. It doesn't faze me. It doesn't bother me. Why? Because this is normal behavior for that race. Yeah, it, it, it's normal. I read this stuff and it's like, that. well, uh, blacks being blacks. That's what it is. My problem with it is, what if these blacks were raping uh, white girls or white boys on the school bus. Do you, as a parent, feel safe to send your child to school? Do you feel, uh, uh, are you ready to face that if it happens? If not, you need to homeschool. Because this, this is the kind of perversion going on on school buses. This is the, the perversion of sending your white children to a school that has any amount of blacks in it at all. Is that racist to say? Of course not. I'm reading you the article. I've read you two now that involved black students. Is it racist? No, this was in the news. And it, we're told not to stereotype. Well, you can't hardly not stereotype when you read news articles like that that involves blacks. It's, it's there. It's written. It's, it's in words. Uh, you know, uh, we didn't stereotype blacks. Blacks stereotype themselves by their actions, young and old. Uh, Monroe said her boy is attending school again, but is not taking the bus anymore. He's not really, at this age, understanding the magnitude, she explained. He actually uh, really 
stated, why couldn't that boy be given a second chance? If God gives second chances, why couldn't the perpetrator get a second chance? That's what this little black kid said that was raped by an older boy. Wants to forgive it. See, this is the problem uh, in America today. One of the problems, anyhow. And this, this goes into uh, non-white adults, too. They want to commit these heinous crimes and then expect us as whites just to forgive it because this is their nature. No. No, you just don't forget this stuff. When you're dealing with a race with an average IQ of 70, borderline retarded, and they act like savages, act like they are in the jungles of Africa here in our white Christian country. Huh? That don't fly. That don't fly. Uh, and, and that's a shame because many white people pity black people because, uh, well, uh, the government mainstream media says they're oppressed. No, they're not oppressed. They're savages. They're not equal to us. We don't tolerate this type of actions or these types of behaviors in our white Christian country. Plain and simple. You don't feel sorry for somebody uh, committing these heinous crimes in America. You get, get them the hell out of here. If they want to act like this, if they want to act like savages, then put them in that environment. The jungles of Africa is a start. But this should not be tolerated in our white Christian country. Uh, so, well, that's the end of that article. But there you have that little boy uh, saying, why can't this rapist, an another boy, why can't this rapist be given a second chance? You know, that's the whole attitude of non-whites in America when they are caught committing a crime. Why can't they get a second chance? Many of them have had four and five chances, and guess what? They're still savages. They're still dumb. They're still savages. Nothing changed. It doesn't matter. You can give some people some chances. And if they're dumbasses, they're not going to learn. They're not going to learn. How, how can you learn anything when your head's empty? Unbelievable. Totally unbelievable. Unacceptable is what it is. Ah, okay, that's the two that I had to go along with the commentary, folks. Now, if you have kids and you just heard these uh, articles, you should already be tapping into your computer, www.whitepridehomeschool.com. You should be checking that out as you're listening to the show. Because, listen, it doesn't matter. Uh, uh, you may be sitting there thinking, wow, I live in a rural area. Uh, uh, my child goes to a mostly white school. Listen, mostly white doesn't cut it anymore. It doesn't cut it. When I went to school, uh, living in a rural area, my school was all white. All white. There was no non-whites of any uh, sort in my school. That's not the way it is today. It's not the way it is at the school that I went to anymore. So, uh, if you're sitting there thinking that your child's safe because they go to a rural school, guess what? They ain't going to be too long. Uh, now's the time. Uh, don't wait until something happens uh, to a, a white child in your school to stand up and pay attention. Take care of the problem now. Homeschool now. Don't wait until something happens. You know, so many people have been told time and time again, 
where America was headed, what we were uh, uh, going to be looking at, what we were going to be facing. And we've been called racists. We've been called bigots, uh, haters. Uh, and guess what? Many of the people that called us these names now are waking up after, after someone they know gets hurt by a non-white. That's when they pay attention. Then, all of a sudden, the people they called racists and bigots, they don't think that way anymore. Now they're starting to think, wow, they were right. They're not racist. They were right. Listen, it's not racist to tell the truth. It's not racist to see what you see with your own two eyes and say something about it. That isn't racism. Not at all. Our government calls it racism. Social media calls it racism. Uh, many conservative uh, 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 places, uh, shows have been shut down because they're called racist for, for saying what they see with their own two eyes. Listen, not everybody in America can sit back with blinders on because we'd all uh, be facing uh, uh, horrible consequences. Thank God there are people that don't mind saying what they see. And that's what I do here. This isn't racism. This is truth. This is fact. This is statistics. This isn't me sitting around before a show thinking, oh, how can I knock people? This is what I'm seeing with my own two eyes. Uh, to hell with what the government's trying to tell me. To hell what mainstream media is trying to tell me. I know what I see with my own two eyes. And I'm not that weak of a person to not say what I see. And many people are getting to that point now. You know, uh, uh, many people are getting tired of the uh, uh, hidden agendas uh, going on uh, in America today. And we're going to talk about that right now. Um, you can read uh, the uh, uh, press release from the Knights Party of the Ku Klux Klan uh, on this article that I am going to do, and this is where uh, uh, I got uh, the ideas, uh, what, not the ideas, uh, what I see. Uh, you can uh, check out uh, yesterday's press release. That would be uh, uh, Monday Uh, Monday the 13th, yesterday. Uh, today's the 14th. Check it out. Go to www.kkknationaloffice.com and check out yesterday's press release because it deals with the same exact uh, article that I'm going to do now. Uh, this comes from Breibart News. The headline is, Biden grows workforce with foreign workers. Americans left on the sidelines. Huh. I remember saying uh, two years ago, a little over two years ago, when this uh, Chinese flu hit America and uh, the Biden administration destroyed, shut down the economy and many white people lost jobs. Now, other uh, non-whites lost jobs, too. But listen, this is a 68% a, a, a white country, which is far below what it used to be. Uh, this is a white Christian country. Uh, you would think that a white Christian country would be at least 95% white Christians. Uh, it isn't so. 
uh, people decided that multiculturalism and diversity was a great thing. Um, show me when any country, any civilization tried to multiculturalize and diversify that civilization that it didn't crumble. It does not work. It doesn't. Now, here, uh, Biden. And you're probably wondering, well, gee, how could Biden uh, uh, be taking white people's jobs and giving them to immigrants? Guess what? You did it to yourself. You did it to yourself. And we're going to get to that here. Uh, the article, President Joe Biden's administration is growing the United States labor market by adding millions of foreign workers for employers to hire, leaving jobless Americans on the sidelines. Now, what that means by jobless Americans, that means white Americans are being sidelined. Uh, white Americans today in America, in our white Christian country, uh, we are being sidelined uh, in everything. Not just jobs, with everything. Uh, data published in the New York Times shows that the Biden administration is aiding employers by adding millions of foreign workers to the labor force, ensuring wages stay stagnant, even as data for Americans struggle to get back into jobs since the Chinese coronavirus pandemic. The big lie. Sure, there's coronavirus here. There's flu as well. Uh, I will say, because I've had it once, and I think maybe twice, this uh, Chinese flu. It, it's a little rougher than the flu, but it sure as hell wasn't worth shutting a country down, uh, strapping diapers to uh, uh, everyone's face, sending our children to school with diapers on their face. It's called herd immunity. If that would have been done to begin with, guess what? Guess what? It'll be taken care of. And now I see they're even adding uh, the coronavirus to um, a, a child's immunizations. Yeah, get that. Uh, but okay, I hear this says that uh, uh, since the jobs uh, uh, after the coronavirus, after the Chinese flu hit, uh, the foreign-born workforce grew more quickly than the U.S.-born workforce, Labor Department figures show. Okay, I don't even have to go any further into that article to explain to you what happened. You know, you might be sitting there thinking, well, how is uh, Numbnuts Joe taking the jobs from us? Is he just picking people, plucking them out of their jobs and saying, here, uh, we're going to put a non-white in your place. You're fired. Of course not. You know, that wouldn't fly with American people. Uh, uh, white America would be up in arms if that was being done. See, the agenda started when the Chinese flu hit the shores of America. There was a plan in place, a hidden agenda. Here's what happened. The Chinese flu hit America. The Biden administration tanked the economy. White people lost jobs. Many lost everything they had. Then the Biden administration decides it's better 
it's it's going to be better if you are laid off because of the Chinese flu. Guess what? We'll give you more money than what you're making on unemployment. Uh, I think it was $600. At one point, it was $600 more a week. That was $3,200 a month more that white Americans were getting when they were laid off. $3,200 plus whatever they made working. Well, uh, when jobs started coming back, who the hell wanted to go back to work? There was 3200 extra dollars gone, zip, as soon as you step back into your job. They knew what, the, the Biden administration knew what they were doing when they did this. So here you had uh, all these white people making $3,200 more a month for sitting at home. Who would want to go back to work? Yeah, the economy never really got any better. Look at the food prices and stuff. They've been steadily going up. Uh, even back then, and shortages of everything. You go into the store today and uh, half of the shelves are empty. So uh, when white people could have went back to work, they didn't. They didn't want to go. And who can blame them? They were making all this extra money uh, uh, from the Biden administration. And, you know, everybody thought that was getting this money. This was a great idea. Even the stimuluses. The stimuluses were being given out, being given out by the Biden administration just so you would stay home. You know, what that's called is the government getting you dependent on what they give you. That's what it was. Uh, I said this uh, early on with the Chinese flu when it hit. Uh, this is what was happening. This money isn't free. Uh, this money is coming at a cost. And many people, I don't know if they don't realize, the government doesn't generate any money. They hate giving you anything. This is your tax dollars. They don't, everybody thought, oh, this is nice. Uh, look what Joe's doing. I lost my job, but Joe's giving me $3,200 a month more, plus my wages. What a great guy. Everybody was running around waiting for the next stimulus. Uh, when the stimulus, when people heard the stimulus was coming, that everybody was thinking, oh, wow, look what Joe is doing for us. He's giving us $600. What was the last one, $1,200? Look what he's doing. Uh, everybody just loved Joe. Because they saw cash. I said then, this isn't free. This isn't, uh, uh, Joe Biden didn't reach into his pocket and pull out this money. It was your money to begin with. So here everybody's happy, thinking, uh, numb nuts, Joe, such a great guy, because he's giving you your own money back. Well, once people, white people, got comfortable with all this money, many didn't go back to work. Uh, the fear of, uh, the fear-mongering of this Chinese flu had people that could have went back to work. They had them scared. Oh, I ain't going back to work. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't want to get this uh, uh, Chinese virus. Many people didn't realize you had a 99.7 chance of surviving it. Uh, that's probably better odds than if you get the flu. 
so here everybody here white america fell asleep uh fell asleep uh, uh on the job they thought uh i'm not joe was such a great guy here comes all this money well the next step was uh the biden administration opened up the southern border opened it up just said here whoever wants to come in non-whites come on in you're welcome so here comes the flood of non-whites now uh, uh these third world deplorables they'll come here and they will work cheaper the ones that do want to work which is few they'll work for cheaper so here white america uh we're taking in money for nothing joe's giving it to us uh uh, uh people scared uh, because of the coronavirus, they weren't going back to work. This was all planned. Now white pe- or now these non-whites are coming in and taking the jobs of the white people that Joe had scared and that Joe gave free money to. That was the plan, and here it's happening. Now non-whites are taking the uh, jobs of white people, and need I remind you? And I say this on the show uh, every time, and here is the accelerated part of the whole show, the whole big picture, what our government's doing. White replacement is a nice word for white genocide. You've heard me say it a million times on this show. It's unfolding right in front of your faces, right under your noses. Uh, I'm not one to say I told you so. But when people are so close-minded, you know, so close-minded, that they, they might listen to a uh, a show of mine and, you know, they might be like, uh, you know, half like-minded as myself. Uh, you know, uh, they get the part that... Uh, our government is corrupt, that our government has gone way above tyrannical against its people. They get that part. But when they hear me say <coughs> things on the show, excuse me, uh, about non-whites, uh, calling them invaders, uh, talking about the uh, non-white crime in America, then people get a little bit iffy. They think, well, you know, he is right about the... Uh, uh, what the government's doing. I agree there, but uh, he's a racist. That's all he does is not knock non-white people. So he's a racist. Guess what? Guess what? Now that you see, and I've just explained, the picture here of what was going on. Now, this is my opinion. You can have your own. But this is what I see. We have non-whites taking the place of white people, not just in jobs, not just in jobs, our whole country. Do you realize the amount of uh, non-whites that are coming across the border every day? Uh, I don't have the statistics right here in front of me, but it's great. And do you realize how long the southern border has been open? Guess what? Uh, The percentage of white people is shrinking, and the percentage of non-whites in our white Christian country is increasing. You can call that racist if you'd like, 
But I'd call it facts. I'd call it what it is. White genocide. Now, to get white genocide, it has to be non-whites that are genociding you. Is that racist? <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, many people that, you know, uh, like I said, got part of uh, what I did here on the show, you know, with opening your eyes to what the government's doing. You can't help but add uh, the racial part, the non-white part. You can't help but add that when you see it happening. Uh, you know, it's not racist toward your white fellow brothers and sisters that you are being replaced in America. Uh, so, uh, you know, uh, maybe the government isn't coming, uh, going out and, you know, going from white home to white home killing people, but they're doing it uh, by white people starving, white people homeless, uh, uh, white people can't get medical care, white people can't get this, and then you see all the articles of all the benefits that these non-white people have that are coming into our country, invading our country. They have it better than we do. These people are catered to. When is the last time you saw the government go along the streets of cities and pick up white homeless people and put them in posh hotels? When have you ever seen that happen? I've never seen it happen. But guess what? This is what these non-whites are getting. They're getting four and five star treatment. Now, is that racist? You can't tell me that you don't see this. It's right in the news. Many people can't pick it out. You know, oh, well, uh, 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 many people, well, boy, they shouldn't be in there. Uh, be nice if... Uh, white people had this, but, oh, God bless these scumbags. Uh, they're fleeing a country that they are afraid of. Get real. These people weren't afraid of their governments. They weren't afraid of their countries. We were just easier pickings. That's all. We had more because we are white. We are God's chosen people. The Israelites spoken of in the Bible we are blessed. They were coming here to take our blessing. They weren't afraid of nothing. So, there you have it. There you have it. White replacement equals white genocide. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm not seeing what I just said happening in this country. You can't. Now, I'm a leftist, you, you can't tell them that grass is green and snow is white. Uh, they will argue with you, but uh, it, it's unbelievable. Oh, let's see. Uh, here, here we go. Um, I may end uh, with this article because this is, it, it hits home. Uh, for me. Uh, well, wait a minute. Maybe I don't have that. Oh, uh, yeah, I do. 
this article comes from religious religionnews.com. Now, uh, uh, I don't follow uh, the one world churches of today. I understand that uh, race mixing and homosexuality is a sin. Uh, today's churches, they, they accept homosexuals and they accept non-white people uh, into their churches. This is a sin, plain and simple. Uh, so this coming from religionnews.com, uh, you could take uh, whatever they tell you with a grain of salt, but this article is a little different. Uh, the headline to this is, Democrats pass resolution condemning white religious nationalism. Uh, that's a nice word for uh, white religion. Uh, and, and I honestly believe that our forefathers followed a, uh, I guess it was called, uh, a racial... Uh, Christianity, uh, that our forefathers knew that the white race uh, were the people, uh, the Israelites spoken of in the Bible, and it's been proven. I'm not just sitting here uh, blowing smoke up your behind, and I pulled this information out of the thin air. Uh, it's proven that we as the white race are the Israelites spoken of in the Bible. So that's not even a question for me. So now all of a sudden, uh, the Democrats want to call uh, the Christian identity. They want to call that white religious nationalism because we follow and understand uh, who we are. So now uh, let's see here. Uh, the Democrat National Committee has passed a resolution condemning white religious nationalism declaring that theocracy is incompatible with democracy and religious freedom. That's pretty much saying that if you believe that we are, as the white race, the Israelites spoken of in the Bible, we're claiming that uh, we are, uh, I don't know, racist, I guess you would say. Uh, you know, nowhere in the Bible, uh, well, no, I won't say that, uh, so we'll just let it go at that. Uh, the resolution was approved over the weekend at Democratic Party officials gathered in Philadelphia for their winter meeting. The resolution put forward by more than 30 co-sponsors from across the country linked forms of religious nationalism to racist ideologies, arguing that one of many heinous elements of white nationalism is the perversion of religion to make their hateful message more palatable. So now, uh, it, you know, little children in school are being taught to hate their white race. This is just the same thing here. I mean, uh, this is... Uh, trying to mislead people into thinking that Christian identity somehow is racist. It is about race. The Bible is about race. Uh, uh, from the beginning to the end of the Bible, it is about the Israelites. So, the Bible 
I guess, uh, if you want to call God racist and God's words racist, uh, so be it. But when you realize and see who we actually are, proven to you who we are, then why wouldn't you look at your Bible as a manual from God how to live your life as a white person? That isn't racist. That isn't racist at all. The Muslims, hey, they have their own uh, uh, religious beliefs. Buddha, Buddhism has their own. Uh, uh, there's many different religions. Why don't you ever hear of any of those other religions being called whacked out or uh, racist? Why aren't Muslims called racist? They hate Christians. Why would a people that hates Christians be allowed into a white Christian country? Jews, they're not white. I got news for you. Jews are not white. Why would they have the control and the power they do in a white Christian country? Listen, the Jews have been kicked out of 109 countries for a reason. Are 109 countries racist? No. That's just 109 countries that see the Jews for what they are. We shouldn't have Jewish influence in America. If we got rid of Jewish influence in America, so many things would be different. The pushing of race mixing, poof, gone. The pushing of homosexuality, poof, gone. The perverted uh, uh, pornography and books magazines, movies, uh, it get, movies in general that Hollywood pushes out, and then plus the X-rated movies that the Jews push. Poof, that would be gone. We wouldn't be in debt because we wouldn't owe the Jew. So, uh, what's so great about the Jew, then? You want to call those facts anti-Semitic? No, they're the facts. They are the facts. Anybody that speaks the facts about anything in America today is called racist. Either homophobic, homophobic xenophobic, uh, uh, anti-Semite, uh, uh, anti for the truth, for the facts. That is the facts. Now the Democrats are coming after us as Christian identists. And listen, we don't bother anybody. We simply love our God and we love our people. We don't bother anybody else. But see, it just doesn't fit the agenda for the government. They hate the fact that we as whites know who we are. The Democrats hate uh, themselves. Uh, I'm not going to get into any more of that article, but, you know, when my religion 
is called racist, and uh, my government is trying to shame me out of what I know biblically to be true, I have a problem with that. I have a problem with it. Uh, I will. I don't push my religion on other people. I may plant the seed, but it's God that will water it. If if I plant the seed about something that I believe, and it grows to the person that I uh, spoke with about that, that isn't something I did. God did. I planted the seed. If God sees fit for that person to see, to open their eyes, to show them, that's God's job, not mine. Not mine. So I, I'll plant the seed, but I won't push my religion on anybody. Uh, you know, uh, Christian identists don't go out and uh, uh, attack non-whites in this country. As Christian identists, we understand the role. Well, we don't, we don't know the ending uh, for non-whites. Because that's uh, uh, God's gonna uh, take care of things the way He sees fit, not how I see fit, how He sees fit. But I know, as a white man, I am uh, one of God's chosen people. I am His son. So I know if I follow what is true, I'll reap the re rewards of so being uh, God's son. One of his sons. If you're white, male or female, that you are either God's son or God's daughter. Plain and simple. Is that racist? Isn't that how we're supposed to feel towards our God? See, this is just part of getting rid of Christianity in America. You have all these other uh, uh, half-assed religions in America that don't belong in a white Christian country. This is just an attack on Christianity. This is why God was taken out of the school systems, the public school systems, because that wouldn't fit the agenda. They couldn't pervert children's minds with uh, uh, homosexuality and say a prayer at the beginning of the day, could they? And here uh, uh, we have uh, uh, called religious nationalism. What the hell is that? That's a made-up word for the government, from the government, to stamp out Christianity. We're already being replaced, and we just talked about that. We're being replaced in America. Pretty soon there won't be whites or Christians in America. That's part of the agenda, folks. That's part of the agenda. Christian identists don't go out and bother other people, non-whites. Do we accept the, the uh, actions and behaviors of non-whites in our Christian, white Christian country? Of course not. Of course not. We don't live like animals. We're not savages. We're not uh, borderline retarded on average. So it's not... It's, like I said, folks, it all boils down to it is not racist to speak the truth, give the statistics, and tell the facts. You don't have to like them. 
You don't have to even believe them. But I give them to you. Whether you want to believe it or not, that's up to you. Uh, you know, um, I'll say this. I, I believe that God has uh, uh, duties for our white race. And, and we are to go out and spread the word. We are to plant the seed. You don't have to be a Bible scholar to spread the word. All you do is plant the seed. God will water it if he sees fit for that particular person. God will open their eyes. I won't. So you don't have to be a Bible scholar to spread the word at all. You spread what you know through facts, and that's planting the seed. That's our job. That's what we're here to do, to gather God's chosen people. So if that's called racist because we don't uh, uh, stop at Kanene's house or Willie Joe's house to spread the word, we're not supposed to spread the word to anyone but God's chosen uh, I got an argument, well, not really an argument, a conversation with a guy uh, a couple of weeks ago that he said it's our job to uh, gather our own people and then speak the word to non-whites. And uh, he claims to be a Christian identist. Uh, I don't know what part of Christian identity or what faction that may be, but I have never heard that. God created the races for his own reasons. I know why uh, he created the white race as his chosen people. Why he create, created non-whites, I don't know. I have my own personal thoughts, my own personal uh, opinions, but I don't know. God doesn't stop in and talk to me. He guides me through his word, uh, through prayer. But God doesn't come to me and uh, uh, ask for my okay uh, for what he's going to do or what, what his plan is. Of course not. Uh, you know, the Bible says certain things in there we're not supposed to understand. They'll re be revealed at the right time. His time. Things will be revealed. So, uh, I know what I've been, uh, I know what I've learned. Uh, we'll say the, the seed was planted in me. And I'm not stupid enough to just go along with what somebody tells me. That's why I don't, uh, that's why I love uh, tearing apart these news articles. I don't follow along because it's the thing to do, the end thing to do. I don't follow along because I'm wearing blinders. And I didn't get into Christian identity just because somebody said you should. They planted the seed. I looked at the facts. And I saw. Uh, I honestly believe this uh, show, the Rust Belt Klansman show, is touched by God. This is a way of, uh, because, listen, I'm not qualified to preach. I'm not qualified. In my opinion, you have to be qualified to uh, tell somebody... Uh, for a fact, this is what God said. I ain't qualified for that. But 
it's part of doing my duty of planting the seed by doing these news articles even. I'm not a preacher, but this is my way. These, the, these news articles that I go through and uh, the things that I expose are my way of showing my white brothers and sisters exactly what's going on. Uh, whites are being attacked in America. Christians are being ta attacked in America. I show you that. I give you the proof. You don't have to believe me. Uh, by all means, uh, you don't have to believe me even to listen to the show. Uh, so if, if you're sitting there and thinking, well, is this guy, is that arrogant that he's telling me if I don't believe what he says, then I'm not listening to the show. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying at all. Uh, I appreciate all my listeners, uh, even non-believers. Because you, you, you listen. If God plants the seed, then that's on God's part. That's God's part to do. Uh, you know, uh, some people might think, well, wow, going through news and uh, preaching the word of God, that, how does that tie together? Well, this is how it ties together, folks. I show you what's going on. And the reason that it's going on, our government is very satanic. Very. Uh, how could you be Christian and uh, pump the crap that they do into a white Christian country. Satanic. It's a satanic rebellion. Plain and simple. So giving you the news and telling you what I see out of it is planting a seed. Oh, let's see. <laughs> we'll just go through some headlines here. Uh, to wrap up this Tuesday evening show. I had some other good uh, articles, but we're here to about an hour and 15 minutes. Uh, let me go over this. Uh, okay, we can just uh, uh, just go ahead and uh, we'll go through some headlines here uh, to finish out the show. I think I hit... Uh, the stories that I, I needed to hit with the whole story. So th this one uh, comes from uh, mdtv.com. Headline is, Huge Piece of the Sun Breaks Off. Scientists Stomped. Uh, did anybody hear about that? Uh, or read, read about that? They're saying that this great big chunk of the sun just fell off. They don't know how it's going to affect Earth. Well, if it already fell off, I, guess, I think we'd already be in a, being affected. Uh, you know, uh, the, when I first saw that, you know what this is? If a big piece of the sun did break off, this is God fixing uh, 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 the climate, the warming uh, of, of the earth that we hear so much about. Uh, everything we do... Uh, is destroying uh, the earth, its climate. Uh, you know, you, uh, polar ice caps are melting. Polar bears uh, uh, are dying off, which is BS. Uh, look it up. The polar bears are thriving. So there, a piece of the sun fell off. So that's God fixing uh, 
global warming. That's the word I was looking for. God just fixed global warming uh, by busting off a piece of the sun. So now all of you people that are uh, yakking about global warming can shut the hell up because God fixed it. He took off a piece of the sun. He's cooling things down now. You know, uh, global warming, I don't know where people get that from. Uh, uh, here in Rust Belt, just a few weeks ago, uh, we had minus 30 degrees. I sure wouldn't call that global warming. Uh, but there, anyhow, uh, it's fixed. God fixed it. So all you uh, uh, global warming fanatics, you, you can stop now. God fixed it. Uh, and, and, and if we don't start cooling off, uh, maybe God will break off another piece of the sun. Uh, here, this article, uh, uh, this comes from the Washington Free Beacon. Get this. Uh, uh, the headline, they could literally starve us. Republicans push to ban China from purchasing U.S. farmland. What in the hell is another country buying any of our land? Look, I don't care what the reason is. That's why I don't even have to read the article. I don't know why uh, or whose great idea it was to sell America. Nobody asked me if I wanted to sell some America to a communist uh, country. We shouldn't be selling it even to uh, uh, friendly countries. This is America. And no kidding, the Chinese buy up for... This, this is unbelievable. Our government selling farmland to China to grow food. Well, then all China has to do, since they own the land, is shut down the food for us. Reap the harvest and send it to China. The hell with us. What... What traitors we have in America to sell our land, our God-given land, and they think they have the right to sell it to China? Are you serious? How much land do you think the United States owns in any country throughout the world? How much land do you think we have? Do you think Africa would sell us some, some of their land? Get real. Selling, outright selling America to a Chinese communist country. Unbelievable. Uh, and here, this article, uh, this was from the Washington Times. China blasts proposed state bans on national buying U.S. property. China is mad because we are talking about not selling our nation to them. It makes me wonder what China has on Joe Biden. What he has on Joe Biden. Uh, uh, this one comes from the Daily Wire. You think social media uh, doesn't sell you out? Uh, former Twitter exec admits using disappearing message apps with government officials. Gee, what was Twitter talking to our government about that they wanted that message to disappear right away? Think about that. Uh, here, uh, this article comes from The Blaze. Gun owner gets into shootout with occupants of his stolen car. 
after he uses app to track it. 12-year-old male behind the wheel. Uh, has a shootout with a 12-year-old. I can imagine. It does, I, I don't think... Well, no, it wouldn't give a name because this person's a minor. I can imagine, though, uh, if you think um, stereotypically uh, who was stealing this car, the guy found it. You know, in my opinion, and it says a gunfight, so, you know, whoever had that stolen car probably started the gunfight. So, you know, even if this guy would have hit and killed this 12-year-old, guess what? Don't steal cars. Don't steal cars. I don't care what color you are either. Uh, if this was a white kid that stole somebody's car and got in a shootout with him and he gets killed, then don't steal cars. But maybe this would send a message to other 12-year-olds. Don't steal cars. Uh, now get this. Uh, uh, Ten appointees to Boston Reparations Task Force. Two high schoolers and one 22-year-old black activist are among those ten. Gee, what do you think they're going to ask for? That's unbelievable. That, that would be like uh, if you had a court hearing. Uh, suppose you and your buddies went out and you stole something. Uh, and you got caught. Okay, say you have a group of ten people. And you guys go out and you steal stuff. I don't know, for a living. Is it right? No, you shouldn't do that. But this is just uh, theoretically speaking. There's a group of ten of you who go out and steal. Two of you go out some night without the other eight and you steal something. That would be like putting the other eight people that you steal things with in a jury box. How do you think you're going to fare out pretty good? So how do you think putting a black in charge of uh, a reparations task force is going to work out? Good grief. Uh, and here, this is a great idea. This comes from Raw's story. Uh, this is a uh, leftist, far left uh, news source, a bunch of idiots. Headline is, only in Mississippi, white representatives vote to create white-appointed court system for blackest city in America. You know what? The blackest city in America, I don't even, let's see if they say, uh, well, okay. Well, let's see. Uh, well, we'll get into this a little bit. A white supermajority of the Mississippi House voted after an intense four-plus-hour debate to create a separate court system and an expanded police force within the city of Jackson, the blackest city in America. I don't have the statistics. But if that's the blackest city in America, I can imagine the crime. What better people to put in place to stop that crime? White people. Because just like I said, using uh, uh, the scenario with eight of your buddies or ten, ten of your buddies stealing. Uh, two get caught, the other eight are put in a jury box. What do you think happens when uh, uh, black people are in charge of enforcing laws against other black people? That's when you get places like Chicago and the black lesbian mayor. She don't want to enforce laws or stop crime in Chicago because she uh, would be arresting and imprisoning her own people. So here you go here. Uh, and like I said, this, is, this isn't racist either. 
This is how it should be. Our forefathers set up our government as a white Christian government. Not Muslims. Not the Zulus from Africa. A white government. Our government was set up and it was to remain an all-white government. Is that racist? Of course not. This is a white Christian country. How many white people, use this scenario again, how many white people do you think are in uh, government positions in non-white countries? Again, I don't have the statistics, but if I was guessing, if I was a betting man, I would say zero. I would say zero. And you know, a while back, and I've said this uh, several times on the show, I don't think I brought it up lately, but with, you know, with everything being uh, racist nowadays, and I had said, pretty soon the White House will be racist because it's painted white. <laughs> Here we go. This article is from The Federalist. The headline, even white paint is racist now. That's right. Uh, maybe we'll get into reading a little bit of this just to understand uh, why uh, white paint is racist now. The identity politics industry is on the quive to discover symptoms of racism unrecognized until now. Whiteness, a barrier to ra racial justice, is a malign condition to which white people are particularly susceptible. Hidden clues are everywhere. None are too absurd to go unexamined by race stalkers in academia. Even white paint is suspect. Are there racist implications to the many global uses of the chemical compound titanium dioxide, TiO2? Has the pigment derived from it, titanium white, contributed to white supremacy? Is the universal prevalence of titanium white a significant a signifier of oppressive Western ideology. Whiteness studies are a gravity train or a gravy train for grant seeking academics throughout a declining West. Since TiO2 and titanium white were developed by two Norwegian chemists in the 1910s, Norway is funding an audit of its own role in the spread of white privilege. The Research Council of Norway has granted $12 million to Norwegian Krone, about $1.2 to the University of Bergen, to investigate the baneful planetary consequences of white paint. Entitled, How Norway Made the World Whiter, Nor White, the project states its claim on public funding Whiteness is one of today's key societal and political concerns. I need go no further. Good grief. Now, see, here is another attack on white Christians. Norway. And it'll spread. It'll spread to here, too. White paint is now racist because two Norwegian white people formulated the pigments of white paint. Unbelievable. Totally. I, I'm not kidding you. I, I cannot believe 
the things that I see uh, in the news today. The, the simple-minded. Yeah, my God, no wonder this world is falling apart. You know, it's not just here in America. It's every white Christian nation, country in America. Unbelievable. Could you imagine uh, what would be said if it was white people criticizing the non-white countries for their religion? Wanting to cancel uh, their religion? Unbelievable. I am going to close out this evening's show. Uh, I will be back here on Thursday, February 16th at 7 p.m. Eastern with another uh, The Rust Belt Klansman show. Now, if you enjoyed this show, uh, I hope you uh, join Thursday evening. I know my loyal listeners do, and uh, I, I appreciate you, uh, you guys and ladies uh, very much for the loyal listenership. Uh, look me up on VK and True Social. Uh, everyone knows True Social is Donald Trump's uh, version of Twitter. Uh, the show is there. Uh, uh, download, download True Social and search for at the Rust Belt Klansman Show. Uh, tap follow. Uh, support the show there. Uh, VK is Russia's version of Facebook. And ironically, you have freedom of speech on VK. Uh, there are many like-minded people as myself on VK, too. It's not all Russians. Um, there are a lot of white, like-minded people on VK, so check that out. Uh, look me up on there. Uh, my friends list is full of white, like-minded people. If you have any news articles, uh, anything you want to get off of your chest, thoughts, ideas, uh, you can email those straight to the Rust Belt Klansman Show at heyrustbeltklansman at mail.com. Very simple. It's all lowercase letters, heyrustbeltklansman at mail.com. You can also call into the show at area code 412-254-6226. Uh, I've been getting uh, uh, quite a few uh, emails from people, uh, not so much voicemails or texts, but uh, uh, listeners are utilizing uh, the email. Uh, I encourage everybody, uh, call in, uh, leave a voicemail. Uh, you like the show, you don't like the show. Uh, a text, you like the show, you don't like the show. Uh, I don't force the show on anybody. You don't have to like it. Uh, and you can tell me you don't like it. If you have ideas or thoughts uh, about the show, uh, send them to me. Uh, as always, uh, here as soon as I find it, uh, we are going to close the show uh, in prayer. And there we go. One second here. My white brothers and sisters, uh, please bow your heads. Glorious Father, I give you my thanks for being so faithful. You are true to your word and promises. 
you do not deviate from them. Help me to be like you in faithfulness. I ask your Holy Spirit to fill me with wisdom and understanding to be faithful in all my dealings. You do not reward a person who is two-faced and cannot be trusted. You have called me to be a person whose word is yes or no and can be trusted to follow through. This is your character and you deserve to see that in me as well. Forgive me, Lord, for the times when I have broken faith with you and with others. Restore me to faithfulness for your name's sake, so a true testimony of your character may go out to the world. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, you know, that prayer um, kind of goes with uh, what I said uh, here. Uh, I am not a preacher, but my job here is to enlighten people as to what is happening in America. And many of the things happening in America deal with uh, religion. Uh, think about it. If this was a, uh, still, if this was a white Christian country, which it is, but we're seeing Christianity attacked on all sides, whites and Christianity. So by giving you the news and showing you this, uh, uh, I actually, honestly, to God, believe uh uh, the, the Rust Belt Clansman show is touched by God. Uh, this, I, I do believe, uh, is my calling. Well, I am going to close out this Tuesday evening show. I hope everyone uh, returns Thursday, February 16th at 7 p.m. I hope you return to uh, White Pride Radio right here on altrighttv.com. Also, uh, I almost forgot uh, there is a new show coming to uh, White Pride Radio. Uh, anyone that uh, listens to uh, Tommy Freedom and his show, Freedom Rings, uh, last week uh, he ended uh, his show. He gave a final uh, a final episode. Uh, and I listened to a little bit of it. I didn't listen to the whole thing, but uh, listeners of uh, Tommy Freedom uh, you can catch that final show. Uh, it's right here uh, uh, on White Pride Radio, so look that up. Uh, I did uh, uh, notice that Tommy said this may not be uh, the total end, uh, that if something major happens, he uh, he will uh, bring it to light on his show. Uh, but for the most part, that show is uh, closing. Or, well, uh, now uh, closed. There won't be one, I guess, this week. Um, with that, on a uh, better note, because uh, uh, Tommy Freedom and Freedom's Ring is a big part of uh, White Pride Radio. He said he has been doing this uh, for nine years, the show. So uh, I'm sure this wasn't an easy decision uh, for Tommy Freedom, and uh, he will be missed uh, by many uh, here on uh, White Pride Radio, uh, by myself as well. Uh, God bless you, Tommy, in your uh, future endeavors. And uh, I would love to see him come back here to uh, White Pride Radio uh, in the future. 
with that, uh, there is going to be a new show coming to White Pride Radio. Uh, the new show is called Behind the Hood. Uh, what Behind the Hood will be uh, is uh, the Invisible Knight, the person uh, with the show, uh, which uh, wishes to remain anonymous. What it will be, it will kind of uh, be like uh, what I do here, but uh, I think the show will be Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays, and it will be a really short show. It will be one news article with the Invisible Knight's uh, thoughts on that article, all in under 15 minutes. Some shows may be well under 15 minutes, but none of them will be over 15 minutes. So behind the hood, uh, that is coming uh, uh, very shortly. Uh, it could possibly even be uh, tomorrow. Uh, but like I said, the plan is uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Uh, no certain time. Uh, it will just appear on uh, White Pride Radio, and you will hear one article, uh, Thoughts of a Klansman, and uh, all under 15 minutes. Uh, so uh, that may be uh, exciting, uh, something to look forward uh, to. So uh, uh, check that out. Uh, Behind the Hood with the Invisible Knight. As always, from the Rust Belt Klansman Show, myself, Paul Brown, White Power! Shall see arms outstretched to me. What do I care if it dies? <laughs> it means nothing. 